All right. We, 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 I really appreciate you uh, letting us do this. Um, this, I mean, it, it is just, uh, well, I guess to put it to put it lightly, just you know, um, God bless you. We, I really, we really appreciate uh, you taking the time, uh, the, the the two of you, um, and you are both looking quite lovely today. I might add. Uh, yeah, and feel free, you know, enjoy the cookies I whipped up. Uh, and again, just thank you for allowing us to do this. It means uh, means a whole big bunch. <clears throat> all right, okay. We got all this uh, up and running here. Uh, well, uh, Wiggers and Tweegers, uh, Thrill Seekers, and uh, freaking hell, even the freaking Mayo Tards. Uh, we are broadcasting live uh, from uh, a very freaking special episode at Taylor's freaking group home. Uh, this is uh, our week in review on W A Y O L P freaking Rochester. Um, and well, without further ado, let's just uh, let's get right into it. Taylor, take it away. Larry Brown sold me out, and I am not up for this, Sandy Fargus. I do not want to do this show. Let's take it one step at a time. Let's start from the beginning. We got a whole freaking spiel to get through that we do uh, every week. I think you say something like, uh, this is uh, freaking way out, and my name is, and we have a satellite uh, that we pray to. Uh, without freaking further freaking ado, uh, Taylor, take it away. I am not feeling comfortable to be speaking. I have, I for weekers, Sandy, I do not want to do this. I do not yeah. want to speak in front of this man here, standing here, this big brute of a man named yeah. the Octagon, who has been ordered to keep 24 hours, seven days yeah, a well, week supervision no, on me. I'll take care of that. Uh, yeah, uh, Wiggers and Twiggers, we want to go ahead and uh, sort of pull back the curtain a little bit uh, and, and have, be a little transparent uh, about what is happening here. Uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, Taylor is uh, under 24-hour surveillance uh, by a big, well, big freaking lofty brute of a man uh, goes only by the octagon. Uh, I'm staring into him, his eyes right now, and uh, I can tell you, there is nothing on the inside. Uh, a hollow, dark void uh, of, of emptiness. Uh, so, um, yeah, so that's, that's the situation. And I am locked in a padded room. You failed to mention, Sandy. And now you want me to do a radio show, and I don't even have my freedom. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I want to also go ahead and, and, and shine a little light on, on one more thing, too. I wouldn't exactly call it a straight jacket, but uh, but he is, his uh, his clothing is, is a bit, is a, just a wee bit freaking bound. Uh, there is obviously no, you know, uh, anchor. Uh, there's no ball and chain, so to speak, but there are some straps uh, that are going on, going on over here, and a little bit of drool, I might add, as well. And I am shackled at the ankles, weakers and tweakers, so... This is a miserable way to do it. go out, Sandy Vargas, when we started the Great Radio War Part 2. Yeah. I never thought that this is where I would be. Dazed and confused and my wearing a straight jacket so I am not able to play with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was my next question. Are you able to play with yourself? No. I'm guessing no. They have given um, me a great deal of medicine, Sandy Vargas, and I cannot... I can't, Sandy, I don't want to say, I can't do the thing that needs to be done before I do the thing that I do all alone, best alone by myself, sometimes on a bus, 
Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I don't think any of us really knew that uh, the great way Radio War freaking part two uh, would 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 bring us here. Uh, I th- I thought personally we would have been freaking victorious a long time ago uh, and would have thwarted our freaking evil doers, but unfortunately, uh, at every turn they freaking bested us, and and there's no one here to blame uh, but ourselves, um, and and uh, and obviously this. Uh, this is a freaking, uh, a, a, a freaking, a freaking, a real freaking loss, and uh, and uh, but the show freaking goes on. Am I right? No, it does not go on. I am in a padded room, under twenty-four-seven surveillance by a man named the Octagon, who stands with his arms folded, and he has been hired. He is a bodyguard, and he has been hired to protect me against myself. Yeah. I said I wouldn't do anything. I, there's not. I wouldn't hurt myself. I would play with myself. Yeah, and you can't even play with yourself now. And that's for some for some reason that's not freaking good enough for the octagon. Mm-hmm. Like a weakers and tweakers, the man has a giant scar running from above his right eye down to below his right eye. He looks like M Bison. I just want to get rid of him, and yeah. I want to be. I want to be left alone. Yeah, well, we just got to get through this. Uh, if we can just go ahead and get through this show, uh, we can just keep on, you know, because um, uh, if we if we don't record the show, uh, well, you know who freaking wins. Uh, he who shall not be freaking named. So the show must freaking go on. He has already won, Sandy, and he won the moment Larry Brown let Mrs. Malfour and Mrs. Warsbesher, the freaking aides, the orderlies at my group home, into the war room at the Ortego Grill and they shaggled me and they maced me for one thing. I didn't wasn't even trying to fight. They maced me right in the eyes. Yeah. And they dragged me out kicking and screaming and they injected me with a serum, Sandy. And that serum spread quickly throughout my body and gave me temporary paralysis for the last week. And now I am finally up on my feet. I do not know what kind of concoction it was that they gave me, but it was strong. Yeah, well, uh, you know that that's um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Ray and Larry Brown, uh, you know, for one thing, I'll tell you what, he's real freaking broken up about the whole thing. Um, I've been drinking with him uh, for the past couple of freaking nights, uh, and he, you know, I, I kind of broke it down to him a little bit. I said, Larry, you don't know what you freaking did. I said, this goes way beyond what you, a, a man who, a man who, you, who, who left his freaking group home. I said, there's a freaking war happening here. I said, have you even, have you even looked at the freaking war room, Larry? Look at all this freaking yarn we've got going. I said, do you think do you think this is just a man who needs to go back to a group home? I said, no, there are things that freaking work here, Larry, that you don't understand. And, well, and I'll tell you what, Larry's been freaking hitting the bottle pretty hard. He's pretty freaking broken up about the whole thing, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Well, how's yeah. everybody else doing? Oh, jeez. I mean, freaking spirits have never been freaking lower. Uh, I mean, freaking Doug has been just freaking mindlessly, you know, going to freaking work every day, doing his freaking job, and coming home at freaking 5 o'clock, freaking having dinner with his freaking family. I mean, it's it is, it's freaking pathetic. Sounds and, awful. Yeah, and 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 we and we had a freaking movie night uh, where basically nobody even freaking spoke a word. Uh, and we just sat there and freaking silently watched freaking Ace Ventura 2, freaking One Nature freaking calls. And Doug and Doug was freaking was was cracking smiles, no freaking laughs, but he was cracking smiles. It, it is a freaking it is an abysmal affair over at the freaking Jordan household. Have you been drinking? Oh yeah, 
Absolutely. I've been freaking drinking. I've been drinking, freaking nonstop. I mean, you can't, I can't, you can, I freaking, freaking wake up and I'm still freaking drunk from the night before. And guess what? I start freaking drinking again. I don't even get, I don't even have a freaking chance to freaking sober up ever. I'm glad about that. I do have to say. And yeah. is ever, is playing with them, playing with yourself in the garage? I'm, I, I, I gotta tell you, it, maybe, maybe this is, I mean, have you ever seen freaking E.T. where freaking Elliot and, and E.T. become freaking connected with each other? And uh, when E.T. starts drinking, freaking Elliot starts to get a little drunk. I think maybe something like that may be happening with you and me with your freaking, well, let's just freaking say it, freaking erectile freaking dysfunction. Uh, because I've been freaking lying on my freaking back in the freaking garage yanking on my freaking softy. And don't, uh, let me tell you. Don't tell yeah, me. I can't do a damn thing about it. It's just, uh, no. Yeah. What the body does to get the body ready to do the thing it does when it's alone is not, it's just not freaking happening. Maybe somehow you got that serum in you. So, yeah. Maybe, who knows? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe they got me while I was asleep. I'm not sure. Uh, and freaking Tadia Richer, I mean, you know, the man is hard to get a freaking hold of. And we still have freaking Marvel Givens freaking parked outside of freaking Doug's front lawn. Uh, Doug's freaking passing him cups of freaking Jordan with a uh, with a little bit of his serum of his own, if you know what I mean. And uh, and and I'm saying we got to freaking lose this guy because if this guy hangs around any longer, we're going to lose another freaking member of the freaking platoon here. And and I said, Doug, and a, and a, and an army made up of just you and me is a freaking losing army. We don't stand up. We don't stand a damn chance, Doug. So things are freaking bleak, but uh, I mean, you know, it's uh, it, it's not the farthest way to give up on another. I mean, Lord, if that were the case, I would have given up on Doug a long time ago. But here I am, freaking at the freaking group home, brought all this freaking equipment over here, and uh, and the show must freaking go on. Yeah. Octagon, get stop looking at me. Um, he doesn't don't um, don't I wouldn't speak to the octagon. He might he he told me that if if anything goes awry during this whole freaking thing, that he is not going to he is going to freaking put me through a window, and he is going to uh, do the Lord knows what with you. So, uh, so let's just try and keep freaking octagon happy here. Yeah, uh, he bathed me yesterday with a sponge. Uh, he looks like he didn't appreciate you mentioned that on. Um, into the microphone so yeah maybe we'll go ahead and cut that part out of it later octagon i tell you one thing he doesn't have erectile dysfunction i could tell that when he was bathing me soaping me up and washing my rear end in a bucket i'm talking about you octagon I'll kill you when you you fall asleep. Right. So he's this is part of the Octagon. This is a freaking uh, this is a uh, freaking comedy show that we do uh, every week. So sometimes uh, things get a little edgy, but uh, we um, you know we all if we can just get through this freaking hour, you know, and then uh, and then we'll be out of your hair. And I freaking promise you that. Uh, how how are, how are you feeling about doing uh, freaking news and discussing? I mean, is that something you are? I mean, no. Are you gonna? All right. Uh, uh, well, uh, yeah, if any Uyghurs and Tweakers are listening, feel free to freaking call in to the freaking number of the radio station, and um, maybe we'll throw you a freaking prize. But if if uh, you don't want to do that, um, we're gonna move. We're gonna do for our week's freaking news and discussion. Freaking starts uh, freaking now. <clears throat> All right. Uh, last week, researchers published a study linking climate change to boiling testicles, according to Salon. 
to Dr. Thomas Price, a senior lecturer of evolution, ecology, and behavior at the University of Liverpool, has been studying testicles for as long as he can remember. But recently, things have really started eating up. Price's latest research, published in the Nature's Climate Change Journal, proposes that climate change could cause extinction in animals with external testicles like humans. Jeez, all these external testicles. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, and quote, people have known for at least a century that sperm, sperm to, spermatogenesis, 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 genesis, spermatogenesis requires low temperatures, which is why testes are kept in a sack outside the body, while ovaries and most other important organs are protected deep in the main body cavity, Price said. Uh, so what we have here is... Um, I think this is a man, uh, Dr. Thomas Price, is trying to get our balls put back into our bodies uh, so that they no longer hang and are allowed to swing freaking to and fro in this freaking sack that you and I freaking know and love. Uh, and for that, to that I say, uh, absolutely freaking not. Uh, I love my, I like to play it where they freaking lie, and trust me, I freaking play with them where they lie. Uh, I'm talking about the freaking, uh, the freaking sack. Um, the old freaking wrinkly freaking sack. Uh, it is it is it is a freaking a huge freaking tool for freaking comedy purposes. Uh, I have a friend, freaking uh, Stu Gatz, uh, who weirs and tweakers may know and love. Uh, he he has this hilarious joke where he sets up a big freaking setup, big freaking premise with a joke, and then boom, freaking punchline is he freaking hangs brain. And if that guy had his freaking uh, testicles stuffed up into his freaking body cavity, uh, he his I mean he that would he the man would be a freaking stickless. And I don't want you to confuse confuse that with freaking Diglas, because he would still have that, but his shtick uh, and his testicles. Is there anything you want to add? Do you want to? You have anything you want to touch on here? I don't care what they do with them. To be perfectly honest, if they want to put them into my rear freaking end, they're not doing me any good right now. I'll tell you that. So, what's the next one? All right, jeez. All right. So just get, let's just keep on freaking moving. All right. Uh, freaking last week, scientists in Japan published research so showcasing the development of a procedure that allows lab animals to breathe from their own freaking rectum, according to the New York Post. Using oxygenated liquid, scientists have proved that they can re-oxygenate oxygen-deprived mammals through their rear end. Dr. Oh my goodness. Uh, Dr. Takanori Takakibi of the Tokyo Medical University started alternative oxygen delivery research during his father's struggle with lung disease. Quote, we clearly need different strategies to help out patients with severe lung failure, Dr. Takabi told the Times. The procedure has been touted as a way to wean healthcare professionals from their reliance on ventilators. For now, the science is ready for humans, as a procedure would require a full rectal and intestinal scraping. Jeez Louise, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I mean... I'm going to dab off some of your freaking drool right there. Hold on. Just if you can hold still for one. You were, if you would just hold still, I can get, I, dab off some of the drool. <laughs> Weakers and weakers, you should see. He is whipping his head around furiously. I, okay. There, I, we, there it is. Now you're good. I got to tell you, Octagon, maybe you should start feeding me my meals at my rear freaking end. Let's see if you like that. I think this was a good idea, to be honest with you. If you could breathe through your rear end, maybe I could somehow feign death by not breathing. I'll just hold my breath, and Octagon will think I'm dead, but I'm really breathing through my rear end, and he'll go to put me out into pasture in the dumpster, and I will come to and escape. But now he has heard my plan, so... Uh, 
uh, yeah. Uh, should we? I mean, is is there anything else you want to freaking add? Uh, I could imagine someone like a maybe a Jonah Hill taking a big, big, big breath from his rear freaking end. But then if he were to exhale, it would be a big fart, a blubberous fart. Sandy Vargas. Yeah. I see where you're getting with that. Uh, any, yeah. Care to freaking expand on a freaking blubberous fart? Weakers and tweakers. I don't mean to freaking get anyone uh, excited here, but this is the first time I've seen freaking Taylor freaking crack a smile since I've been in here. Freaking mentioned freaking Jonah Hill freaking breathing up his rear and freaking letting it out. And then I think that would sound a little bit like a freaking passage of freaking wind. Or, you were going to ask me. Yeah, I would expand on it, but I think Jonah Hill has already expanded enough uh, in the past year. If you if you look at recent pictures of him, the lockdown hasn't done him any favors, big fat man. Yeah, all right, here we go. Now we're freaking cooking with gas. Uh, freaking last week, restaurant Taco Time revealed an all-new menu item that partners with corn chip giant Doritos, according to Fast Food Post. The all-new Doritos Bag and Go Taco features seasoned ground beef, lettuce, sour cream, salsa freaking fresca, and jalapeno cheese sauce loaded directly into a bag of Doritos nacho cheese freaking chips. This exciting new menu item will be available for $3.99 at select Taco Time restaurants for a limited time. Prices may vary. And you know who would freaking be good at freaking talking about this, don't you? This is Sports Desk with Doug Jordan. Yeah, you want to take a freaking swing at it? You want to go out and do a freaking Sports Desk with freaking Doug Jordan? Yeah, I'll do this. This is a Sports Desk with Doug Jordan. Thanks, everybody, for coming to listen to a Sports Desk with Doug Jordan. For, Don't forget to mention how freaking unprepared you are. Boy. I didn't prepare at all because this is the first time that I actually haven't written the news, and if so far it's going swimmingly, much like these tacos, these taco chips will be in all of the fixings that are delivered directly into the bag from taco time now i think that they need to add nacho cheese even though the chips are nacho cheese themselves these should be smothered in nacho cheese and i know that it says it comes with freaking sour cream but guess what there's not gonna be enough they're gonna have to add a, quite a bit of sour cream maybe three four times what they normally will put on if they're gonna get me and my panties nice and wet now they can keep the tomatoes if they said that there are any and the jalapeno and they could also keep the lettuce but they're gonna need beef beans sour cream nacho cheese and maybe a couple of those um fire sauces from taco bell straight on top yeah now imagine if now imagine if you had to freaking put this whole freaking meal up your freaking rear i think you if you were to crush it then you could probably crush it and then maybe sort of squish it into your rear freaking end using some sort of device. Yeah, or just like the palm, the freaking palm of your freaking hand if, if you're really freaking pushing. This is, Jesus Louise down on my knees, this is basically gonna look the same way coming out as it's going to going in. This is yeah. not gonna be disinguishable. You are gonna mm-hmm. notice that these, that this taco fixing dinner is basically just a big pile of mess that comes from your rear freaking end, but before it ever freaking comes out that way. Right, and the freaking, the only freaking issue where that where that will, where, the only place where this would become a freaking issue is when you freaking open the bag of freaking taco and you go, Jesus, is this freaking taco fixing Dorito uh, freaking supreme, or is this just a freaking bag of freaking bathroom? And you go, there's no way they freaking sold me a freaking bag of freaking bathroom at freaking taco time. Right, you know, that wouldn't be freaking psychotic. 
And then you'd get someone like Doug who would, who would go, well, who, it's hard to tell, but we should freaking try it to figure it out. And Doug freaking eat the entire bag, and he goes, oh, I'm pretty sure that was tacos. Damn, that was not tasted like taco fixings and whatnot. And I said, oh, that's really that's pretty freaking funny, Doug, because I actually just went to the freaking bathroom in that bag. Yeah, that would make the whole freaking thing. It would make an easy prank. And I could see Doug Jordan getting it into his mustache and yeah. licking it off with his lower lip. <clears throat> And tongue and geez louise down my knees, I would be both disgusted and delighted. So yeah. if you're if you're in the area, uh taco time is uh prices may vary and it's gonna be a limited time only. So uh, grab that while you can. If if uh, we can't tell you to grab it, but if you could, we would. And and maybe even play with yourself a little bit. So Yeah, and I gotta tell you, freaking octagon is looking he is looking freaking disgusted too, so that's pretty good. Seems to be like uh, things are getting back to normal, uh, and obviously it's all right. The Octagon is not our freaking target audience. Uh, he doesn't seem he seem doesn't seem like a bright man. He seems like it all it all went to his freaking freaking brute uh, freaking strength, and uh, and that's just not the kind of that's not the freaking kind of audience that we freaking cater to. No. We we typically cater to uh, uh, the the thinking men, uh, the thinking men and the thinking women, and the, and the freaking uh, freaking third thing. and tweakers. And the freaking third thing, and the freaking and most well, sometimes the most importantly, freaking mayo tarts. Yeah, yeah. We here at LGBTQ Rochester do not discriminate. We love everyone equally, um, and some people even more than equally. Like um, I've given e. Morgan, and God bless them wherever they are in this month of their life. So, yeah. geez, always. Yeah, Givney actually uh, actually reached out to me too, and uh, and 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 they they wanted to send uh, send a few freaking blessings your way. Well, God bless you, Givney. If you're listening, I love you to death, and may we someday meet again. But it is not looking good still. So, geez Louise. And the next one we have uh, last week, creator behind the manga series Berserk, Kinarto Kentaro Miraro died, according to Crunchyroll. He was 54. Berserk's official Twitter page revealed that the creator had passed away after an acute aortic dissection. Miuro uh, was born in 1966 in Chiba City and began writing manga for his school newsletter at the age of 10. Starting his professional career at age 18 under the tutelage of George Marikawa, Mario published his first chapter of Berserk in 1989. The series went on to garner worldwide fame and won the Tezaka Osama Cultural Prize of Excellence in 2002. <clears throat> the 40th volume of Berserk was released in 2018 in Japan with the latest release of Chapter 363 included in January 2021 issue of Young Animal. So, geez louise, down on my knees. I had no idea this guy, he was sick. And I am... Heartbroken, Sandy Vargas. Yeah, uh, right, freaking there with you. Uh, it's one of these things where if I had known he was sick, I mean, I would have. Jesus, Louise, I would have done so much more. I would have, I would have been freaking uh, sending him freaking. Uh, I would have been sending him freaking letters. I would have been sending him freaking fan mail. I would have been sending freaking calls. I would have been freaking. I would have been freaking making donations. I would have been freaking making donations to freaking various freaking charities. Uh, I, 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 I mean, this guy, this freaking Mario Kentaro um, Mario, what is? I mean, it was just a huge freaking influence on me, and and uh, just sort of was like the, the the freaking beacon of light 
of of where I would maybe want to see my freaking self, you know, freaking someday. The thing about Kentaro Miyuro is Jesus always down my knees. He never did a, a wrong thing in his life. Yeah. And this guy, all all of a sudden, one day his heart just gives up on him. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't ever saw it coming. Because yeah. honestly, to be honest with you, I never heard of the guy. And now he's gone. And where do you go from there? Where do you go? I mean, yeah. first of all, manga means comic in Japan. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Is a comic book movie or just a comic book? And I and berserk means Batman. So this is mm-hmm. basically Japanese Batman. And he's gone. Yeah. And see, what I I thought freaking manga was the was the game that you play with the plank of wood with the little freaking divots in it, and you take and you grab a little handful of stones and you drop a stone in one little divot and then another divot and another divot and then you're trying to get all the stones into one side of the freaking yeah into that's the biggest into the biggest divot yeah that's called mahjong so um, well the other thing I would say is though though I've never heard of freaking Kentaro Mario uh, either. Uh, and and I do understand if it may have sounded like I did, uh, but then uh, it's neither here nor there. Uh, I, who I am freaking aware of is freaking George Marikawa, uh, who who he was under the freaking tutelage of. Yeah. And when I think and when I think of uh, uh, of of who you, who 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 anyone could be under the freaking tutelage of, there is probably no better tutelage to to work with than George Marikawa. I mean, that I mean, if you if I could be, I mean. So when I think of freaking tutelage, and I think of tutelage um, several times every single day, I think about who 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 out there would I who who's freaking tutelage would I like to be freaking under? And yeah. a lot of the time, I freaking land on freaking George Marikawa. And as someone who's been tutelled by a great many people, and who has never truly appreciated it because it's always been yeah. quite invasive. In fact. The octagon tootled me before you came in just to make sure that I behave myself. And I said, yeah. listen, you are in no position to be tootling me. The yeah. the right person to give me a a proper tutelage it would be Sandy Vargas. And that wow. was the only person that I would appreciate that from. Yeah. So I've been bringing, I, I mean, and from, and uh, I mean, if I can speak freaking bluntly, I've been freaking tootling myself for, for freaking ages. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and though I've never tootled another, uh, another person, uh, or, or, or sort of given freaking tutelage, uh, to another person, uh, I'd, I'd like to think sometimes that maybe freaking, maybe, oh, geez, man, maybe I'm speaking out of turn here, but maybe freaking Doug Jordan has, has been under freaking my tutelage, uh, for, since I freaking knew him, you know, in a lot of ways, I feel like, I feel like he was half the man he is today before he sort of, you know, went under, under my freaking tutelage. I imagine Doug Jordan accidentally standing under your tutelage and then he gets some of the tutelage in his hair and yeah. he combs his hair backwards. He thinks it's hair gel and his hair stands up for the whole second half of the movie. Yeah. Also, I mean, and 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 there was another freaking another freaking when we were watching freaking Ace Ventura two freaking Pet Detective two, uh, I saw all of a sudden freaking some started to stick. I said, Jesus, Louise, Doug, did you just freaking tutelage? It smells like you freaking tutelage in your freaking pants, and it smell and 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 and. and and he said, he said, and he actually did have to get up and go freaking clean himself. Apparently, he 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 he, he had a freaking little bit of an accident. Yeah, maybe maybe he wouldn't want me to freaking you know freaking share that on the freaking uh, on the freaking radio. But you know, 
I mean, that's I mean, that's I mean, that's just freaking tutelage for you. Yeah, and God bless him. He make he for Uyghurs and Uyghurs, he eats a lot of bean dip. Last week, a 70-year-old Ohio man was arrested for allegedly defecating and urinating repeatedly on his neighbor's front lawn, according to the smoking gun. Jerry T. Trick, Dick Trick, uh, of Greenwood, Ohio, was cited after his neighbor caught him making a mess without the use of a toilet at 3.15 a.m. According to reports, Matthew Guyett called police after seeing D. Trick, Dick Trick, producing a mess of his bo- from his bowels outside his homes. Guyett, who shares the home with his husband confronted Dietrich. According to reports, Dietrich got up and walked away from the property. After police confronted Dietrich, the former school teacher admitted to targeting the home because Guyette and his spouse are, quote, Democrats and support Joe Biden, while he was is a, quote, Trump man. So Dietrich was cited for littering and is scheduled to be arraigned on June 8th on the misdemeanor count. Sandy Fargus, I want to ask, what there needs to the punishment should always fit the crime. Absolutely. Now, do you force the man to eat his mess as a as a way of retribution and a way of saying, "Listen, I am sorry. I won't do it again. I will play lawnmower. Someone will hold my legs, and I will eat the mess that I made off your lawn." Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's a very good freaking question, and 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 it's and it sort of lends itself a little bit to you know uh, um, uh, some some freaking huge freaking philosophical freaking uh, freaking thoughts. I mean, uh, you know, I believe it was freaking Gandhi who said uh, who who first implemented freaking uh, eye for an eye. Uh, which obviously, you know, dates back to a freaking case where he plucked out a man's eye because a man plucked out his, and that's why freaking the Gandhi that we know sitting there, that whose tummy that we rub, uh, was wearing a freaking eye patch. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, please don't freaking interrupt me. I know, I know that you seem to be getting excited. No, but, okay. Uh, please, still don't freaking interrupt me. I took my time to come out here and lugged all this freaking equipment and wrote all these freaking stories and I, I would I would love to for you to just freaking zip your lid when it when it's my turn to freaking speak. Could you ask freaking Zip. octagon to all loosen right. my chains? Uh, Mr. Octagon, uh, he won't even, no, he's just shaking his head, he's looking straight forward. Um, geez Louise, what the hell was I freaking talking about? What was I, I was talking about freaking Gandhi. Um, I mean, what was it? Why, why was I talking about Gandhi? What did that have to do with that? the man who maybe should eat his own bathroom uh, off the front lawn while someone holds him like a lawnmower? Um, I, yeah, I guess what I, what I was getting at was uh, yeah, I, I feel like that uh, the punishment should free, freaking free for, for the freaking crime. Uh, and if man goes to the bathroom, man goes. To, I'm sorry, I'm freaking drunk. Um, Mr. Acting on uh, this water bottle is can't get me in trouble now. This water bottle I was drinking out of, uh, and, and I said it was freaking iced tea, freaking brown, uh, brown freaking alcohol, uh, freaking booze. Um, what are we talking about? What is it? What are we doing? I don't know. I have not been listening. I am thinking now about Gandhi and how maybe he... I can't imagine Gandhi taking a number two. Now, that is because he used to eat so little. Yeah. And I imagine if he was to inflict that sort of punishment onto himself, imagine the punishment that he would inflict onto his own enemy. Sure. Yeah, he. I mean, devastating. He he rewarded himself by starving himself. Imagine what he would do to someone that had crossed him. 
He'd pluck <laughs> both their eyes out, make them eat them, make them eat their own feces, and then probably turn them into some sort of freaking... I don't want to say slave, but I feel like that's what he would do. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that gives me a freaking thought. I mean, maybe... All right, well, here, here's here's the thing. Uh, you know, and I've, out, of, out of the four of us in, involved in this freaking radio war, you know, who is the most freaking reliant on freaking food? Doug Jordan? Doug Jordan. Um, and my goodness, if we were to freaking take food away from freaking Doug Jordan, I mean, what, what would he be freaking capable of? I could see him murdering someone, to be perfectly honest with you. Doug, yeah. Doug Jordan has a very dark side that Uyghurs and Tweegers are not yet aware of. Yeah, it, and 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 I don't know if we're freaking aware of it fully uh, yet, but although we have seen freaking hints, obviously, and he keeps a man under his freaking bed who he pulls out every once in a while just to torture a little bit before putting him back in the box and shoving him back under his bed. Uh, clearly, he has uh, he's having he he uh, is an adulterer. Uh, with his freaking boyfriend, freaking Sunjay, and then an adulterer again with his wife, uh, you know, and while he's with freaking Sunjay. Yeah. So I mean, the, there is a freaking darkness in that man, and it's and it it's honestly a little bit uh, uh, earth shattering to realize that your freaking secret weapon may have been sitting under your freaking nose all freaking time. If we just freaking withhold freaking food from Doug, I mean, he could freaking end this freaking war forever. He could make Dawson eat his words quite literally. Yeah. Depending on whatever those words that he said, what if he said truck, and then he makes Dawson literally eat a truck and he explodes? Yeah. Well, he has the freaking truck for it too. Yeah. So, so geez Louise. Well, what's next, Andy? Uh, I I have prepared a little uh, freaking segment here. Uh, this is um, this is a, a sight unseen that I wanted to freaking do. Uh, and uh, it, I, you know, I, I thought about doing something a little bit more timely, but um, couldn't quite uh, find anything good uh, that, that's out in theaters now. So I went and I pulled up some freaking classics. Uh, today, uh, this is uh, freaking our week's sight unseen. Uh, today, we're going to be freaking comparing two freaking films uh, that we have not seen. Uh, we are freaking today. We're doing freaking uh, the Great Escape from freaking New York and freaking freaking Rescue Dawn. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and freaking talk about one freaking movie, and then we're gonna talk about the freaking second movie, and uh, we're gonna talk about what we freaking think about it. How does that does that freaking sound? How does that freaking sound? Are you asking me that? That's imprisoned his. during. This is the Great Escape from New York. 1997. Uh, imprisoned during World War II in a giant maximum security prison on the island of Manhattan, a group of Allied soldiers are intent on breaking out to rescue the President of the United States from the Nazis. Among the prisoners determined to escape are former former Special Forces soldier freaking Kurt Russell and British squadron leader Richard Attenborough, who is famous for freaking Jumanji. Uh, outwitting their captors by digging a tunnel out of the prison grounds, the soldiers find the only thing harder than saving the President is getting out alive. Now, this film is freaking starring Kurt Russell, freaking Jumanji is written Attenborough, and Nigel Stock as the absolutely freaking hilarious freaking Cavendish. Uh, and this is freaking directed by the late, great freaking Sturgis Jeffries. Uh, so, this is a freaking hilarious uh, freaking whodunit freaking mystery about a big, great freaking escape. 
Uh, well, I mean, and there's just so many freaking forces at work here. You got freaking Kurt Russell, who we freaking love from freaking Big Trouble in Little China, and freaking Richard Attenborough, who plays the freaking fat man who makes dinosaurs from Jumanji, and freaking Nigel Stock plays freaking the 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 earliest freaking uh, iteration of what would eventually become freaking Dunkirk in freaking Cavendish, and this is where it all freaking started. Uh, uh, Cavendish is the freaking butler who works at the maximum security prison in freaking New York. And he is absolutely, I mean, you should see him freaking delivering the freaking gruel to the freaking prisoners. Uh, it is absolutely hilarious. He gets freaking, at one point, he gets freaking gruel all over himself. Freaking spoiler alert, but I'm going to freaking spoiler spoiler anyway. Yeah. Uh, he gets freaking covered in freaking gruel from head to freaking toe. Yeah. And the thing is, I almost can't even do this segment because I've seen this movie. And this is a great classic movie. The escape, the great escape from New York and Jesus Louise down on my knees. If you want to see a Nigel Stock movie, an old Nigel Stock movie from the early days of Nigel Stock. Yeah. When he was just up and coming before he became what he is now known as, which is basically the most hilarious freaking action star that you have ever seen. Before, I mean, this guy, talk about this. Mr. Bean basically followed in the footsteps yeah. of Nigel Stock and as Cavendish and then Kurt Russell. He is just out of control in this movie. Yeah. He, he, he is not even playing a character. He's not even acting. He's just playing himself. And Richard Attenborough making dinosaurs in Jumanji. Guess what? He's in this. He's a younger man. And yep. he's not quite as blubberous, and he doesn't have his white hair, but he does have an accent, a British accent. Kind of the worst part of the freaking movie, but it's, it is a, quite a good freaking film, and I definitely give it uh, both big thumbs up. Two of them. Yeah. Yeah, I give this about a freaking hundred stars. Uh, it is one of the the absolute freaking uh, most hilarious uh, uh, pieces of shit I've ever seen. Uh, and but if, if I mean, but I'm giving it the freaking rating because uh, without it, we would never get free. We would never freaking have Cavendish, and God forbid, we may never have freaking Dunkirk. Uh, and it's really just really lovely to see the seeds planted here, and you see what they eventually freaking blossom into. Uh, when finally freaking Dunkirk is able to freaking take the freaking the freaking uh, the spotlight and freaking join the some of these freaking heroes like freaking Kurt Russell's and the freaking and uh, Richard Fattenborough uh, from freaking Dinosaur Jumanji. And it's funny that you mentioned seed because it turns out at the end of the movie you find out that gruel was not gruel at all. Yeah, yep, you guessed it. It was seed. It was, it was seed. A, and they call it porridge in the movie, and that's how you figure it out because they go oh. That that scene in the beginning of the movie that was porridge. That yeah, was my. That's that a was, direct. That's a that's a direct line from the movie. Kevin just turns to the freaking camera and freaking breaks the fourth wall and he goes, "Remember from the first scene in the movie that wasn't gruel. That was porridge." Yep. And then and that and it blacks out and that's the end of the freaking film. Yep. Uh, the the next one uh, that we're gonna go and freaking compare it to is freaking Rescue the Dawn. This is a freaking 2006 film. Uh, during the Vietnam War, German-born U.S. pilot Dieter Dangler uh, is shot down over Laos and taken prisoner. Tortured and starved, Dieter resolves to escape with fellow prisoners Dwayne and Jean. When they finally make their daring break into the jungle, the escapees discover that the dense human rainforest can be a terrifying prison in itself. And this film is starring freaking Kristen Bale, uh, who is who is absolutely sexually attractive. Uh, in this, uh, Kristen Bale, Jason Louise, freaking you should see the bosoms on this woman. Uh, Steve Jan and Tiroat uh, Mulavavi as Little Hitler. And this is a uh, this is a freaking Warner uh, uh, Warner freaking Herzog uh, film. 
Uh, yeah, go ahead. You seem like you have something you want to say. Well, I would never see this movie. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, essentially, I am living it. I have been, I have been captured. I have been tortured. And I know that on the outside, if I were to break free, would only, would, there would be another prison waiting for me. And that would be the that would be Mrs. Malfour and Mrs. Warsbasher on the other side of this wall, ready to tase me with their freaking cattle prods. And then right behind them, yep, you guessed it, we'd have the octagon to trying to put me in some sort of headlock and wrestling move and making me submit. And then they would chain me back up and throw me back into the hole, which is a completely dark room where I had to spend several hours in each day. And they give me a bucket, Sandy Vargas. And guess what? The bucket is not filled with food. It, I make my own mess into that bucket, and if they are late with lunch, you guess what? I will, will not be... I will guess what I'll be eating. A freaking gruel of your own making with a little bit of freaking porridge on top, probably. So I give this two thumbs down, and I say skip it. If you want to, yeah. if you want to live in a fantasy land where this doesn't exist, don't watch this movie because it will remind you of the living hell that your life has become. So, yeah, <clears throat> I absolutely freaking hated this movie. Uh, and if it weren't for the scene where freaking Steve John freaking uh, freaking offs himself at the end, um, it would just be an absolute freaking dud. But that scene. Uh, and that seems, yeah, it makes it freaking worth it. Also, it's a uh, little bit unusual that they made uh, uh, the character of Little Hitler a good guy. I don't know whose decision that was, if that was Werner Herzog's. Yeah, that's freaking Herzog for you. He's always, yeah, he said he really pushed for freaking Little Hitler, Little Hitler to be the freaking hero of the film, which is a, is a decision a lot of freaking stu- people, studio people freaking disagreed with. Um, yeah, myself included. I'll have to go ahead, just on record. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a mistake. It was a freaking misfire. The movie, the whole movie, is a freaking misfire, uh, and 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 that's especially uh, seen in the scene where all of a sudden they're when they're freaking rescuing the dawn, and there's a freaking misfire, and the freaking camera does a quick pan, and then they look at where the freaking misfire landed, and it, you guessed it, freaking hit Dunkirk right between the freaking eyes, uh, and he's lying there freaking dead, uh, and that is why this movie is a total freaking dud and one of the worst pieces of trash I've ever seen. Yeah. But at the end credits, obviously they sit they. It goes into a laboratory, and uh, they they they're using a thawing mechanism, and out steps a freaking completely thawed freaking Dunkirk, uh, already with a freaking pizza in his hand and a shotgun, and he's freaking back, and that's why the sequel is much better. Yeah, we can't tell you to go see it, and we wouldn't anyhow because it's terrible. Um, but Jesus Louise down on my knees. Speaking of terrible films, at night when I am ready to go to bed, they strap me into a chair and show me. I guess they're supposed to be inspirational, inspirational movies, and I try to close my eyes, and they put a device on my eyes to open my eyelids up so that I cannot close them, and I have to take this in. They play, and they and some of these images, Sandy Vargas, are absolutely monstrous. They say that it is to inspire me and to get me back sane again, but it is making me insane, Sandy. And I can, yeah. and they play, they play classical music. Stravinsky and Chabaskowski and all the greats and uh, and and Shopslin and Chopin and even Tarzot. So my my you know my favorite music is usually classical music, but it is kind of making it the worst thing ever when I 
can't even close my eyes to get a bit of relief against these images that they are showing me. Uh, and I can't even imagine anything. <clears throat> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I, I, is it, is it, is that really what they're doing to you here? Or are you just thinking of that freaking movie? That is, I am, I was in a good mood. I was getting into a good mood and now I am back in a sour mood. All right. Again. Well, we're going to freaking, uh, I, I, I had a feeling you might need a, me and might need a little pick me up. I did write, uh, uh, one last little freaking segment that might well, work as a little pick me up. Uh, this is uh, the eight category systems analysis that all the Uyghurs and Tweakers know and love. Uh, it is freaking Taylor's freaking uh, one of his most greatest creations, and uh, and we're going to go ahead and use it to uh, uh, to we're going to we're going to apply it to uh, a little segment called our week's reasons to freaking live. Uh, as everyone knows, the first category is food, second is shelter, the third is clothing, the fourth is toilet, the fifth is cars and motorcycles, the sixth is sports, the seventh is freaking geography, and the eighth is miscellaneous, which is uh, sort of a polite way of saying uh, sex, mm, yeah. sexuality in general. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we can go ahead and freaking kick this off uh, with uh, freaking food. Uh, Taylor, if you want to go ahead and freaking take a swing at freaking food. Well... When I guess this is, a, this is a rough one to start off with, especially this, talking about the freaking bucket that you might end up living with. When you are, I can't, sometimes I feel I can't even taste the food anymore. But when I am strapped into that chair with my eyelids pried open and I am sold images of very disturbing things and the classical music blaring, sometimes I try to imagine that those images that I am seeing are actually buckets of egg salad and eggs being chopped up mixed with mayo sprinkled with paprika sure. extra mayo you and then a spoon mixing it and I can yeah. see the Holy Ghost standing above me with that giant mixing spoon and he is ladling it into my mouth gulp after gulp it almost makes me sick that's how much I love it and yeah. The food is definitely something to live for. And yeah. you could ask well, Doug Jordan, and he will tell you barbecue and bean dip, the two Bs. So. So the answer to that was that, yes, food is one of the reasons to live. All right. Uh, the next category is freaking shelter. Um, and I guess this one's my turn uh, for shelter. Um, yeah, I mean, my freaking, freaking garage I live in. Um, you know, I, I thank freaking, I freaking, thanks freaking Diggins every single day that I got it. Uh, I thank the freaking Diggins that I'm free to do whatever I want in the freaking garage. Uh, sure, sometimes freaking Doug pokes his head in, freaking catches me freaking in and throws a freaking play on myself, or more recently, yanking on my freaking, uh, yanking on my freaking softy, freaking praying to the freaking Lord, and playing freaking, uh, praying to freaking Diggins, might I add. Uh, so shelter, um, my answer to this one is yes. Your shelter is another freaking reason to live. Uh, if you're living in a good one, obviously for some people, uh, it can be less than freaking ideal. I agree. And also, let's not forget that you need to be in that shelter because you are the one protecting Doug Jordan from himself yeah. and from the outside forces that wish to destroy him. And yeah. you are protecting his family, which he fails to do at every turn. Yeah. In a lot of ways, I am that freaking households freaking the octagon 
uh, and and to that I freaking I, I relate to you quite a bit, Mr. Octagon, and uh, and and it's not a hard job, and it, and sometimes it doesn't pay nearly as well as it should, and but it is a job, not the freaking lesson, and I'm proud to do the work. Yeah, f- you, Octagon. All right, don't he. All right, we're almost done with this, so we can just get through it uh, without upsetting him. Uh, we're on uh, category freaking three. Uh, that is freaking clothing. And I, this is something I've always said: clothing optional. So yeah, yeah. If you so go ahead and freaking yeah, go ahead. Yeah, rip it off, take it off, destroy yeah. it, burn it, if you will. Pour gasoline yeah. over your head, burn the clothing off. Just make sure you have a bucket of water to jump in so that you don't burn yourself. Because underneath your clothing is your most prized possession. Yeah. Your p- yeah, and your freaking sack. And and I, and I want to reiterate again, I will not let them freaking stuff that into my freaking body. Yeah. Uh, clothing, freaking optional. Uh, great. Uh, number four on the freaking list is freaking toilet. This is usually, free, this is Doug's freaking favorite. Um, so unless you have something freaking good to say, maybe we should just freaking skip it in honor of freaking Doug. I'll just go ahead and say it's great to use a freaking toilet. Sometimes when you sit in the freaking toilet and you relieve yourself or you pee into it, it just feels like you just you saved your own freaking life, and it's and and it's the, one of the greatest feelings, one of the greatest joys. And Doug Jordan would probably say that someday he will invent a toilet that has a reverse button on it so that he could shoot the things that come out of him back in for pleasure. Yeah, and that would freaking double his reasons to freaking live. Uh, yeah. So the freaking fifth on the list is freaking cars and freaking motorcycles. Uh, Gasoline and truck, I would say. Perfect. All right, number six on the eight quarter category crest system analysis is freaking sports. Um, sport and to answer this one is uh, sports are great to watch on the freaking Super Bowl. Uh, with a freaking bucket of freaking brown and freaking a whole bunch of freaking bean dips that your freaking friend made. And, he, uh, and hopefully he freaking falls asleep pretty freaking early because we had a freaking wine cooler or two and you're left to freaking do whatever you want. Maybe even freaking borrow his car and go on a little freaking joyride. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so cross that one off the freaking list. Uh, number seven on the freaking eight category systems analysis. Jesus, I'm sorry, I'm freaking drunk. Uh, is freaking geography. I would say that uh, for geography, I would say weather. Yeah, I would say freaking travel. Uh, for the eighth category is this is the freaking this is the freaking big one. This is freaking miscellaneous, which everyone knows is actually sex. Sex. Yeah. yeah. So for weakers and tweakers out there that may not know, that might not have experienced this firsthand, when two people love each other very freaking much, they say clothing is optional and they tear that clothing off. And they can see that without clothing on, something is happening to those regions that are normally clothed. Some sort of thing brews inside of them. Some sort of the Holy Ghost massages a certain part of that body. And he has delicate fingers, Wiggers and Tweegers, and he tickles and massages and you feel a tingling come from within and externally you can see that tingle is causing a reaction and that reaction is growing and it becomes beautiful like a statue that sits up on its freaking high in the sky and it perches there and it is ready like a hose to burst and she's louise she's louise down on my knees i'm starting to feel a little something myself just talking about it i haven't felt this in quite some time actually to be perfectly honest with you 
and Jesus Louise down on my knees, it is a great feeling. And you can do it all alone. That is the secret that those, that people at church don't want you to know, is that you yeah. don't need to even, you could do this in the, you could do this in the void of freaking, uh, between heaven and hell. You could, if you end up in purgatory, it's not going to yeah. be that bad as long as you can play with yourself. Yeah. The ultimate freaking middle ground, freaking purgatory. If you can freaking, if you can freaking drop your freaking trousers and freaking hang your brain and freaking, and grab a hold, and geez, Louise, weirs and tweakers, I will tell you the freaking lower half of freaking Taylor's freaking straight jacket looks like it's about to freaking explode. This guy is freaking, this guy, this, I am uh, fairly freaking uncomfortable, uh, but, but I believe that Taylor is becoming engorged. Uh, and, um, and it looks as if the freaking octagon is becoming a bit uncomfortable as well. Uh, that's uh, just the only bit of freaking emotion I've seen him a freaking emit uh, yet. Um, so, um, so I guess there you have it. Freaking for miscellaneous, which everyone knows is freaking sex. The reason to live in that category would be to freaking play with yourself. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a big. That's a big one. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes when you don't have a freaking partner, uh, you always have yourself, and uh, and and that's a, always a good thing to freaking remember. Yeah. You gotta love yourself, and I am. Obviously, learning to do that all over again right now in yeah. front of us, right at this yeah. very moment. And Sandy Farkas can see the evidence at, in my lap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a drawing. Um, um, we're going to need that to freaking uh, subside at some point. Uh, let's. Um, and number nine, I would say, today, of all days. I mean, Weavers and Tweakers, this isn't freaking, this is unfreaking precedented what's happening right now. Taylor is adding a freaking ninth freaking category to the eight category systems of freaking analysis. So te- temporarily adding number nine. And it's going to be great radio war, Weavers and Tweakers, because the fight isn't over until the fighting is done. And though I may be shackled, and though I may be chained, and though a giant man stares at me with his eyes hollow, sunken, and his muzzles bulging, looking at me like I'm a piece of meat that he can have his way with, it does not mean I am out for the count. I have relearned to love myself, and I can evacuate from my bowels these drugs they have given me, and I can evacuate from my trouser areas the feelings that are inside and spread that feeling all over the room or the table or my hands, or it doesn't really matter where that that mess goes because I am the the fact that I can produce that mess is enough to keep me going and I will never stop fighting and someday I will exit this room I don't know when and I don't know how yeah well uh, I would like to freaking just add on uh, add on to that uh, briefly uh, you know why I've made the freaking decision uh, that it wouldn't be right to freaking do the show without you, so we are going to be freaking coming to your freaking group home every single freaking week, and I don't care how long it takes for them to freaking allow you freaking temporary freaking uh, excursions again, but we will be here freaking every single week to freaking record the show with you. You know, maybe freaking Doug will be able to come by one day. They told us at the moment there were, we're only allowed to have one person come in, so... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna freaking get through this, and we're gonna freaking we're gonna continue with the freaking show. And we're gonna continue with the freaking fight, and we're gonna freaking do it until you're back in the freaking studio where you freaking belong. God bless you. Well, thank you for the blessing. <laughs> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our week in review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot. And- <laughs>
for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Uh, I think that freaking went pretty well. Uh, Mr. Octagon, uh, how do you enjoy the freaking cookie? Excellent. Uh, is there any way that we can, uh, you can go out and take care of that freaking parking validation we spoke about earlier? Excellent. Uh, okay, and the door's shut. All right, listen to me. Doug Jordan is in the parking lot. He's uh, the freaking truck is freaking gassed up. The freaking cookies that everyone's eating are freaking poisoned. We gotta get you out right now. Uh, are are you in or are you freaking out? Sandy, are you? Is this an escape? Uh, did you come to break me out? Yeah, this is a fucking rescue. 